welcome to the struggling hunters uh we got some exciting stuff to talk about tonight a lot of a lot of stuff happening uh we've got hunts going on in utah hunts going on in colorado so pretty pretty good time uh as always just want to start it out by thanking everybody for giving us a chance listening to the podcast and uh leaving comments leaving likes it's much much appreciated way cool um really really enjoying enjoying just getting the feedback uh kind of makes our week every time kind of the same old spill but you know i really enjoy it uh it's episode 73 so they're they're stacking up they're yeah. stacking up big time um yeah it's it's exciting man i i don't know we're really growing we're getting somewhere with this podcast and it's becoming a lot of it's always been fun, but I I feel us getting better and better and kind of understanding who we are as a podcast and everything's just kind of coming around. So anyways, with that said, and with the introductions out of the way, uh, Joe, I know you uh, were up hunting. Yeah, I, I took off, went up hunting. Uh, kind of a big letdown in a way of uh, no coming across elk uh, this week. Uh, you know, it's not for a lack of trying. Um, I kind of hunted a little further east of like the next draws east of where I, I came into those bulls, um, last weekend. And, uh, I, so I <laughs> went up, got parked, uh, took off hiking and got looking around and I was like, Oh, this has been, uh, you know, there's some been something feeding through here. Like everything's kind of you know, eat it, eating, eating, uh, mm-hmm. eating up. <laughs> a lot of the vegetation is, uh, um, is chewed on. So I was kind of excited and I didn't, you know, like I didn't, I tried to look for, for droppings and sign of like elk and stuff. And, you know, like there was, there was no droppings or nothing. It was just, you know, just the only evidence of something being up there was the vegetation getting chewed on. And anyway, so there's this the this ridge I wanted to go out on that kind of kind of jetted out and it was allowed me to look up <laughs> look up these other draws on the same ridge. And so I set one out there and uh set out there looking these other draws and there was, nothing was moving. Um, you know, kind of dis kind of disheartening, but I was like, oh I, I saw some elk you know, down there, there has to be something coming up. So I was staying positive. <clears throat> and, uh, and then I got up and as it's getting darker uh, or not darker, but later closer to evening when I thought maybe they'd be moving, uh, I went over on the other side of the ridge where it was kind of a North facing slope and some timber and, uh, set down to some cow calls, trying to get some type of activity, nothing responded, but the irritating thing was, is like, there was gunshots that like, it sounded like they were coming down from the draw that I was, uh, doing my cow calls into. And it, you know, what didn't really quite sound like a, a pistol and it didn't sound like a shotgun either. A little too rapid for, well, I shouldn't say too, too rapid, but it just didn't sound like a shotgun, someone bird hunting. Um, so but then there was like dogs barking, but it wasn't like hound dogs, you know, they weren't bellering like a hound dog does. It was more like a dog barking. And uh so I kind of was like irritating me a little bit. And then made my way back to camp. You know, I got camp after dark, and then I spent the next little bit, the next days going down the ridge, kind of uh heading towards where um where I, the the little or the big bull that I came across the elk in, and there's these little little ravines that do, drop down off the ridge. Now I I was waiting for it must be like a thermal coming in or something because I thought I was waiting on these little ridges or one ridge in particular waiting for the the wind to shift to start coming up because usually you know like in the early mornings it's it's sucking down and then once the sun comes up the thermals change and it starts blowing up so i thought i'd set up top and wait for it to change before i continued down the ridge but it never 
never really changed, but it was kind of fun uh, sitting there. Um, uh, you know, I was sitting there for a little bit and I had two does and two fawns kind of work their way within 50 yards from me. Mm. And, uh, and the, the two does, they kind of fed down and kept going away from me. Well, one of the fawns like turned and like started feeding up towards me and I was just sitting by a tree and, uh, you know, it, it would feed and then like look up over at me. I just try not to make eye contact with it, you know, just kind of just set, just no, no movement. I think I moved my head a little bit, but you know, anyways, it put its head back down and went back to feeding. And then there's another little fawn with it. And they just kind of turned around and wandered back down with their, with their mamas. And, uh, so I sat there a little bit, a little bit longer and uh, I heard something coming behind me and all of a sudden it sounded like, you know, someone, poked a hole in a tire just as really loud loud like release of air yeah and it i turned around right then there was a, a doe coming in with a calf or a calf with a, a fawn with her and uh she let out like the biggest air release like you know i've heard them blow but this thing just like it blew like all the air out of its lungs you know like, it <laughs> kind of scared me because it was coming along i heard twig snap and i turned around to look see what was going on and and then uh and then all the air got released and i was like holy cow so she took her fawn took off she took off and i was like well i'm gonna sit here and let things get quiet again and then well she like circled back and came within like 40 yards of me trying to figure out what i was and i was just sitting there like was not moving and she would blow at me stomp her feet and then she'd have enough of me and like, I wouldn't move, but she'd have enough of me and like take off running. And, uh, then a little bit while later, she'd circle back around and come within 50 yards of me, you know, like doing the little head Bob, trying to figure out what I am kind of blowing at me. And, uh, I think she did that like two or three times. I think it was. And finally I was like, well, she, she probably blew everything out of the area. So I at least got to, um, get up and start moving again. And then I thought she left, but I got up to throw my pack on and look up where she's at. And there she is again, just, you know, like sitting there through the woods watching me. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, but I thought for sure she would have like kind of blown out of there. So I, I don't know the maybe if she just didn't know what I was, but you know, that curiosity was kind of interesting to watch. Cause I never really Never had that before where it circled back around and was trying to figure out what I was. But mm. it's kind of fun and interesting. Kind of scary when it first happened because there was something coming down, you know, from my backside. And then she let out like the air. Like it was quite like the the blow. That's crazy. And uh so I started I just started working these little little draws, sitting and listening at the heads of them. I probably should have dropped down into one of them, but like, I just wasn't seeing any sign, you know, like no tracks, no droppings, no, or elk droppings. I didn't see any droppings really at that. And then I, you know, moseying along and came across another doe. She was just sitting there eating, you know, she let me walk on past behind her. I put a tree between me and her and just stood there just to see what she would do. And she's, she stood there and outweighed me. I was like, oh, I got to keep moving. <laughs> but she never ran off or really like did anything to let me know she was there. And, uh, and I was trying to make my way to this finger, this other ridge that dropped down. It dropped down and like plateaued and then it dropped down again. And, but it would give me, another look into these other draws and kind of into the draw that I saw the elk a couple weeks or last weekend. So I got into there and I didn't, I didn't hear anything. I sat there for a little bit. I probably should have, should have sat there a lot longer, at least till dark just to see if something was moving. But like, I kind of glassed everything I could looked in the timber the best I could. Nothing was, nothing was there. Didn't see any movement. And then I was going to drop down and uh, 
and you know get down to the bottom and see what was in there but it was the best way out of there was to kind of hike up to where I was the night before because it you know it's a gradual climb out but it was like would have been a longer long hike because it's coming back up where I was dropping it or was dropping out of it was steep country again so I was like there gotta be something down in there but yeah. I didn't realize it till I was talking to you before this that like there's a road on the other ridge that I could have been looking down on that stuff the whole time oh okay like well, it kind of comes together for me too now because you're kind of talking about it but when yeah. you said it you're like oh man I don't know but now I'm with you Cause like, like I look, I, I will at least look like it. There's this big old, you know, a big old scar on the side. I knew it was a road. I seen, uh, four wheelers and stuff on it. And it looked like it could look right down into that draws. So I need to probably run up there after the season and check that out. And I want to do that and try to look for those deer. But so anyways, that, um, but before I dropped in there, I had another deer experience. I heard some crack and I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, here, here, here comes an elk. So I put a, an arrow in the old bow and sat there waiting and looking in the direction that the noise came from. And again, here's a couple of does and a couple of fawns <laughs> wow. working their way across the top. And I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> and, uh, then I tried to go on the other side and do a big old loop too over on the south facing slope and dropped down in and found this little bench and and I got looking to the other side and the whole other side of this one ridge was just sheep covered like it was I've never you know, I, I'm sure I've seen them but like it was a lot of sheep from like the bottom of this hillside clear up to the top oh wow and like they were a ways away and I could I could hear them too I think unless there are some still on my side, but so I was on this little, little bench and I started just, I did a stupid thing and kind of started walking out in the open out of the tree line. There's this big meadow that I was walking in and I looked up in front of me and these little, I think a little, I think it was just a doe, a couple does, but they just like bound away in front of me, you know? And I was like, oh, man, I should have stayed in the trees. So I stuck, tucked back up in the trees and made my way down there. And, and then at the end of the end of this bench, it there was another ravine that headed down. So I was like, I'm just going to sit here and do some, um, some cow calls. And uh, <laughs> so I get set up and start doing a cow call. And I hear a, a hair, a tree snap or a twig snap. I was like, ooh, <laughs> I got something. So I put an arrow i should have probably needed before i set up do cow calls sometimes i do but you know notch an old arrow in the old bow just so that way i'm ready so i can hurry up and notch an arrow in the bow i'm you know just doing the little little cow calls holding you know putting time in between them and then uh <laughs> i hear something behind me and so i turn up again look behind me and there's this doe coming into me she's within 30 yards 20 30 yards of me and uh, up behind her is a little, I, th I think it was this year's fawn and last year's fawn a little, because it was the only reason I think it was last year's fawn because it was a little, little forgan horn. Mm. Like, it was a tiny little thing. It didn't have a big body on it. But, uh, but so she, she comes in almost like, you know, almost on top of me. And then I turn around and look at her and she looks at me and she'll, she kind of does a circle around as she's circling around. I do another cow call. I think I'm doing a cow call, <laughs> but, <laughs> but so she, then, uh, and then I saw her, she, so she takes off kind of going away from me and I hit the, hit the cow call again and she whirls around and like faces me again. It's like, you know, trying to figure out what the heck is making this noise. Like, you know, you don't, you do not make sense. <laughs> and, uh, so she studied me for a few seconds and her, her two little, little kids, I guess circled on down around me went down to the bench i just come up from and she had enough of me and circled down down kind of to my left in front of me and about this time i'm catching movement in front of me and all i can see is uh and i know where those three deer are and there's something new in front of me and i can see like a 
a brown fur. Like, ooh, I, maybe that's an elk coming in. And the, but then I catch movement a little bit more to my right, and there's a, I can see like a little little doe, and this I think this other little brown spot was a doe. And so I continued cow calling for a few more minutes, and finally they had enough, and I can notice these other two little fawns just come barreling down from my right a little further up. They all meet up together and then take off down the down the uh down the down the what do you call it? The draw, the drainage. Okay. So I was like, well, I guess I wore this area out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then I I moved over to a whole nother completely area, completely different area not quite to where we were that sunday oh excuse me that we hunted together uh where you know we came across that circle of rocks not quite that's i was down that road but i didn't quite get to that spot and uh, there i kind of did a little circle down down in this area was like a big old field or flatter spot didn't come across any sign did some cow calls didn't have anything happen. And, uh, so that wasn't the extent of my hunting weekend. I, like I had activity, I had a good time and it was interesting. Cause like I, you know, I'd mentioned that there was a, uh, all the foliage was being eaten. And, uh, but I think it was all from those sheep. They were all on that side. Cause it was all on the top of the ridge, barely over the side, down the side a little bit, but it was, but the other interesting thing was, is the sheep didn't have that much droppings, you know, for the amount of sheep that I saw on the other side of the hill, um, you know, it was a big, big herd or a big flock, I guess, sheep, I don't know, whatever you call them, but there wasn't all that much like sign of that was actually sheep, you know, like no, there, sometimes I go into an area and it's like, oh, this is a bunch of sheep droppings and but the the sheep must have been constipated <laughs> all of them the whole mountainside full of them yeah exactly <laughs> cuz i doubt there's someone over there picking up after them <laughs> you're probably right <laughs> uh well that was when i was doing that the my calling i did it i let a call out and all i i thought i was listening real real careful i was like oh there's a bugle and i thought oh, all right I get listen again, and then because it, it didn't sound quite like a bugle, like it was kind of not ramping up like a bugle, but it was a like something screaming. But then it just were, turned out to be a sheep doing its mm. little thing. Oh, gotcha. Okay, like it it was doing a sheep the little bass, but like it had like a yell to it, you know, like it was almost like it was yelling at you. Yeah, but hey. Hey, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something about about what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so it was covered a lot of uh, ground. I didn't see any sign, which was kind of disheartening. I thought for sure that finger ridge I dropped out onto would uh would have something. I I think I came across a dry wallow. I think is what people call them. Like it was a scrape on the ground, but like there was, it was they hadn't pissed in it or nothing. It was just dirt kind of dug, dug up and that was on top of there, but there was nothing, not a, not hardly any sign. There was an old rub from like probably last year. I'll get into it in a second, but speaking of a dry wall, I think I, I came across one too. Uh, I kind of forgot all about it until you said that, but it was like, I don't know, like a five by five area and it was all dug up and, and the only kind of tracks I saw in it were elk tracks. Huh. And I was like, I was like, oh, maybe it's like a bed or something. Maybe they're kicking up dirt or something, trying to make a comfortable bed, but I don't know. Maybe it's a drywall. Right. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I, I think like thought sometimes it was interesting. They'll tear it up like that, and then they'll pee in it and roll over all in it and get all smelly and stuff. But like it, there was nothing to really give a sign 
that there was anything working it. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't tell of any like pee or anything inside that. Because that's like there was that the the spot like that last weekend when I got down on that little finger ridge. It was a kind of a dry wallow, but like there was pee spots in it, and Mm. it stunk too. You know, like or this one didn't even stink, but Hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of, like I said, that was my experience of the, of the hunt this weekend. Didn't see any elk had my fun times with the deer, but yeah, that's cool. That's kind of weird though. Cause I mean, you're seeing all those elk, you know, the weekend before and even the weekend before that. Right. It's kind of weird that it dried up the way it did, but I guess that's kind of what elk do, right? I mean, they just go where they want to go. They're going to be where they are. And right. Sometimes they're not where you want them to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so <clears throat> what is that? Says, says fuchsia says whatever, or I don't know. <laughs> Sounded like something a wise man would say, right? <laughs> and well, you're saying it, so yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you know, my takeaway from the week is I got excited about seeing all the the grass being chumped on, munched on, and stuff. But it just turned out to be sheep, I believe. Yeah. Well, that happens. Is there any? Uh, anything you wish you would have done different um the only thing i think is is probably just blew out of that area went to someplace completely different like you know picked up on i didn't like looking at those ridges during the evening i should have seen something moving and being i didn't see anything move i probably should have just left that whole area went someplace new but i didn't i didn't think you know i was like oh no I think that's, yeah, that is my takeaway. Cause I think I, I'm trying to learn how to pick up sign quickly in an area. And then, uh, if there is sign, if there isn't sign and deciding if I need to stay or need to leave, like, instead of like spending a whole day in there and not coming across anything, you know, like, Oh, well, I haven't seen anything fresh. Let's, let's bounce out of here. Right. That makes sense. But then again, you know, elk are elk, and they could be in there within 10 minutes of you leaving. So, you know, <laughs> it's a learning process. Uh, it's It gets overwhelming. Right. For sure. Because I, I think I err on the side of, like, that thought, too, more than I probably should. It's like, oh, well, you know, if I just sat here long enough, one will come in front of me, which is true. I sat there. 365 days i'm sure at least one of those days an elk will pass by me but yeah that's kind of i was kind of thinking about that too you know just going to a spot that you kind of feel or know that there's elk that go through there at some point just picking your spot and just hitting it over and over and hard thing is though is i mean we we take breaks and stuff but I've never, I've never really hunted in in the situation of literally just staying in one spot all day long. It, right. Usually, like, well, nothing's here. Let's go check out this ridge or something, you know, and hike over there real quick, which is fun too because I mean, you get to kind of see different country, get a feel of the land, learn learn the land a little different. You know, I I don't know. I kind of like doing that too. You know, just always moving. Right. Well. There is a guy that I that hunted this water hole, this little pond, and he would just sit on it. Like that's he had a tree stand. He had two tree stands. One was at on this pond and then this other one was on this clearing. But he would set the trees, he would just sit in that tree stand every day over the over the pond and he'd be successful every year or pretty pretty close to every year. He'd get a a bull tag and a cow tag. And the last year I hunted this particular, that area that this guy was in, he, uh, he got his cow and his, he got, I think it was just a spike, but he filled both tags in one day. 
one day really. Yeah, like he just sat there. Like the, I guess I can't remember which came in first, the the cow or the spike. But I think it was one of those. He shot the spike or whichever one came in first, getting ready to get down out of the tree, and like the other one walked in behind it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I'd just like to get one a day <laughs> or one in a day. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine getting two. Right. Yeah, that'd be exhausting. <laughs> but the where he was he could just drive a four-wheeler down to it and drag it up to the truck that makes it a lot easier huh it, it does <laughs> for sure well uh do you want me to get into mine yeah so eric uh tell us about your opening weekend of <laughs> uh of elk hunting in colorado yeah so this weekend was my opener and uh, I started off last Thursday actually. And with the out scheduling and everything, I had, I had the time off of work and, and everything, but um, trying to get everything ready and just everything going on. I didn't get a takeoff till Thursday morning. And even at that, that, that even came out of challenge. It kind of slipped through my alarm, if you will. Wife tapped me. It was like, Hey, we're supposed to wake up early. I'm like, yeah, holy crap. Right. I've got everything ready. And I mean, it was still like four 30 or something like that. And, uh, got everything ready and was driving out of there by driving out of the house here by, I don't know, five o'clock or somewhere a little before five, I think, uh, got up to where I'm hunting around seven, seven thirty, And, uh, it was raining that day. And so I decided to set up camp before I took off mostly just to kind of keep my stuff dry. And so I hurried up and tried to set it up as fast as I could and got everything out, got all ready and ready to go and, um, started on my, on my, uh, hunt. And it was about, I think it was a little before eight o'clock, like, 845 or something give or take and uh start walking out and i was on this plateau trying to i i thought i was just going to kind of hunt the plateau hunt the flat and um it wasn't quite as big as i thought like i was kind of exploring it because i've never been there before so i was kind of i was just exploring it trying to figure out what i wanted to do and um hike back in there and checking things out. Everything was pretty quiet. I wasn't really seeing much on top. Wasn't seeing much sign either. And maybe a little bit of droppings, but they didn't even, they looked pretty old. And, uh, I just happened to one of the first places that I happened to kind of peek over the edge, uh, was over this, this bench. And, uh, I, I saw an elk right away. Saw a cow elk right away. I got a little excited, took video of it. And, um, you know, right away, I, there was two parts of my brain that was like going off. I was like, do I make a play on this, on this cow right now? You know, do I, do I try to make a play or do I, uh, do I just watch it? Because I mean, I'm already seeing a cow elk, like maybe there's a bull right behind it, you know, like I'll just be a little patient. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got neither sex uh archery tag over the counter archery tag so i was like i mean i could take it if i want to but you know i'm kind of excited here like opening morning i'm already in into the elk so um so i'm like man you know if there's a bull that pops out you know i'll see if i can make a play on that and i was kind of in a vulnerable spot because i was up on the high side in the morning but to crest over at all. I mean, they would have spotted me and I, I just kind of hid myself behind some bushes. It seemed like the wind wasn't really blowing uh, a little story about that. You know, we got that wind checker stuff. Yeah. I couldn't find mine. So, <laughs> so I I'm just trying to play the wind with, with my senses, if you will, you know? And um, so I, that cow was maybe like 50 yards away or something. I mean, it wasn't that far away and I could have made a play on that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, 
I would have had to been up on top. I would have felt more comfortable kind of dropping down into the bench and trying to make a play on him, which I actually ended up doing. Um, I saw, uh, so right after that, after I filmed the first, the first cow, I turned off the phone, putting it in my pocket. And literally about that time, another cow and two, two calves come hopping out into the open. I'm like, Oh, this is crazy. You know? So I just, um, stood real still. And, and, uh, like I said, I was thinking, I was like, Oh, maybe there'll be a, a bull, um, popping out too. So I right. was, I was all excited and didn't quite know what to do. Didn't know if I should make a play in some sort of way or just sit there, you know? And like I said, I felt vulnerable, vulnerable to, to move. So I just kind of stood there. Uh, I did kind of see, I, I don't know if I heard an actual bugle or if it was somebody bugling, but you know, by this time it was maybe around eight thirty or so. And I heard, I heard like a, a location bugle and those cows, I could hear them just taking off. And I don't think they winded me. I don't even, they might've kind of had a sense that something was up top, yeah. but, but I don't think they winded me because the wind was real calm. It was raining. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. They made a few cow calls themselves and, uh, then I heard that location bugle and, and it was like, they just kind of hopped through the woods and, and down into the, the thick stuff. Uh, and so I waited for probably like a half hour, kind of waiting to see if something would pop out. I didn't ever see nothing pop out. I decided to dive down in there on that bench and uh, kind of check things out. I, I watched, or I kind of followed the trail where, where it seemed like they went. I saw a lot of tracks and fresh, fresh movement right there. Plus, I mean, I saw them, so I knew that they were right in that area. I uh, found a wallow down there, an actual wet wallow, if you will. And uh, I kind of stood on that wallow for a while, uh, kind of thinking, I was like, well, maybe if I get lucky, you know, there'll be a bull that walks through here. So I stood there probably for two or three hours in that area, uh, moved a couple times because be sitting there going, well, if the bull comes down this way, he might spot me here. So I'd move to a different spot, you know, anyway, at the end <laughs> of the day, nothing, nothing ever popped out. Watched, uh, watched some squirrels throw pine, pine cones down on the ground, you know, and yeah. Um, watched them throw a bunch on the ground, then, then climb down the tree and then watched them go carry it off to their stash. It was kind of cool <laughs> watching that whole deal. Um, Anyway, yeah, so uh so that that happened what was that Thursday? Uh Thursday was it, it must have been Thursday evening. Or I I got out of there, didn't see much uh the rest of the day. Got out of there and went back to camp. Uh grabbed some lunch and then I went right back out on the plateau and uh jumped a couple, couple does. I spotted a doe from quite a ways away, maybe a hundred yards or so away. And, um, and honestly, cause I was so excited or I was hoping to see elk whenever I first looked, I'm like, Oh, elk, you know? And, yeah. uh, I was like, Oh, that's pretty small to be an elk though. You know? So, <laughs> and, uh, I could see, I could see the mule deer's tail, like kind of wiggling. I'm like, Oh, that's a mule deer. But then I was like, out of curiosity, I couldn't see her head. And at the time I didn't know it was a her, but I was like, Oh, it might be a small buck or something. So I kind of wanted to check it out. So I creeping along and I was so focused on her. I didn't see this other doe that was off to the left of her. And, but she spotted me and gave me a hiss. Huh got the other doe's attention. The other doe started looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. Kind of hid behind this, this brush and this log or this uh, tree and uh, kind of poked her head out and looked at me for, it felt like forever, but it was probably a couple minutes is all, but it felt like forever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, finally she decided to give me a little blow and take off too. And, uh, and that, and that was that. And, uh, 
didn't really see nothing else. I thought I heard a, uh, a couple cows go off, but I never did see them. Uh, wasn't quite sure if it was, I, I just, I didn't quite know a hundred percent for sure. Um, not a whole lot going there. Did a lot of walking though. Um, I logged Thursday and Friday. I logged about 11 miles or so, um, give or take. And then, um, this is where it kind of gets a little interesting. Uh, Friday morning, I, I, uh, went and went out for a hunt Friday morning, went out to that same spot to try to find the deer or the elk, sorry. Um, where I saw him the day before went straight back out there and, uh, nothing was really happening. And it was, I believe it was eight o'clock on the, on the dot heard another, like a location bugle Uh again, because I only heard, I mean, it could go either way. I only heard one. So it could have been an actual bull or it could have been somebody doing it. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I heard that got up and I was like, well, I'll go investigate, walked over to, uh, to this little point where this rock was and just sat there for a while and was trying to glass down and about, I don't know. I was there for a while. I kind of just stood up there for a while trying to figure out what I wanted to do for sure. Uh, was kind of really checking out that bench and I'll explain that later. But uh, I was trying to figure out how to, how and where I wanted to go to walk walk that bench and kind of uh, invest, you know, walk through the bench and investigate it, see, see if I could, you know, see anything down there in the thicker uh, draw there. And about that time, this bear just comes popping up out of nowhere, and uh, huh. he's about eighty. 90 100 yards away or whatever i'm not 100 percent sure how far away he was but he was he was down there ways i don't think he ever saw me or heard me he might have smelt me but i don't think he ever saw me huh and um little black bear little black bear yeah and it's pretty cool i got video of it walked out out from the brush into the opening walked up to this tree kind of gave it like a a bear hug no pun intended but gave it a bear hug and would like scratch the pine tree and then turned around and scratched his back (laughs) and then got back on, on all fours again and then kind of walked off into the, into the brush. Well, I got all excited. I was filming, you know, I was like, Oh, cool. Saw me a bear. And then, uh, I like, I was there for a minute or two. The bear takes off, goes through that clearing and then disappears the other way. So it went, they went to the right of me, was g- disappeared for like a minute or so, and then popped up again and went to the left of me. So kind of the funny story behind that is I carry a pistol with me and, and I carry bear spray too. Usually my bear spray is in my bag though. Kind of doesn't <laughs> make sense. But with my pistol, I, I guess I don't really worry about it as much, right? So uh, my bear spray is in my bag and, and I carry a pistol with me. Well, that night at camp, I had my pistol in my tent or out, off of my bag in my tent. And uh, I see that bear and I'm like, well, good thing I got my old pistol. And I look down at my, on my bag. I'm like, my pistol's not there. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> oh man. I And I was like, oh, I left it in my tent. You know, I'm so stupid. Oh. And uh, yeah, so. So anyway, so I was like, well, maybe I'll just take out that bear spray and put it on the side of my pack just in case, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so so that was pretty much that. Uh, I had to go back to town, do football game. I also brought my son back up uh, Saturday evening. So I took off Friday night, broke down camp, took off Friday night, went back to town, uh, woke up Saturday, did – did the football game and then uh, grabbed him. And then we went back up there Saturday evening, did an evening hunt. The evening hunt 
Now I made a mistake and there's kind of a reason why, but I feel like such a bonehead for doing this. I thought I, or, or we, we heard some cows chirping. Okay. And, uh, just a couple of them. But after it was done, it sounded like a, uh, a, a chuckle from like a bull, like a, uh-huh. ooh, 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 like that. And I was, me and Carter, I, I said, well, let's sit down. We'll sit down in front of this bush. Uh, we were in like this meadow and I, I was thinking, I was like, well, if anything pops out, it'll probably come off to the right of us and we'll be over here. We weren't really covered, but we kind of were like, I just kind of felt like we, we wouldn't really get spotted, but directly in front of us across from the meadow is where we heard the, the, the cow and the, and the bull. I think a bull. I mean, all it was, was a chuckle. No more. It was very like, just very faint. Um, never did see anything. It was started to get dark on us and we decided to bail. And I told Carter, I was like, ah, man, I made a mistake. We should have actually sat behind this bush, huh. you know, instead of in front of it. And so, and then he's giving me crap for, <laughs> you know, I, I got to watch what I say to the guy. Cause he'll, he'll use it against me. God, dad, that was, that was really stupid of you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh. so kind of blew that up or whatever. And that was that woke up the next morning. Uh, we, we actually went out to the same area, but we went, we did like a seven mile hike, a lot of walking. Now, the one thing is there's, there's big, deep canyons and everything, but we were kind of on top on the plateau. So, yeah, so we're just, we just did a lot of walking, just trying to find some good signs, see if we could find fresh sign. Long story short, we didn't really see a lot of good sign. It was all, it was all uh, pretty old or, or okay. just non-existent at all. And, um, so we did that and, and, uh, and then we did a little bit, a little bit of hunting. Uh, what was this? This would have been Saturday or Sunday night. Uh, we did that big hike and then did a little bit of hunting Sunday night. Just didn't really come across much. Um, but then, so Monday morning was pretty fun. Uh, we go out, we go out to that same lookout where I saw the bear. Okay. Now, we, we took off about daybreak and we walk out, walk out there. And, and I, I told, I told Carter, I said, I want to set on this rock. They, they, there's these on this plateau at the edge, there's these big like rocks that you can just kind of set on and look over. And uh, I was like, I want to set on this rock, but, but I want to go check out where I saw the elk last time. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. Uh, I want to go check out where, where I saw the elk the other day and see yeah. if there's anything over there again. So we go over there and there was nothing. We go back to the rock and we start, we sat there and I'm just glassing. I think I hear a little something on my left side. I'm like, I glass over and, and it's real thick in here. So it's, you're kind of lucky if you see anything, right? Right but I look off to my left and I don't see nothing. I hear something kind of back in the forest and to the right. And I try to look and don't see nothing. I even made the comment to Carter. I said, said, man, it's funny. You know, you, you, you hear like a twig snap or something. You just think it's like the biggest bull in the world. Like your head just plays tricks with you, you know? And I'm like, it's probably just a chip chipmunk out there doing something or, or a squirrel just dropping pine cones or something. And, um, we probably sat there for two or three hours or so again, you know, kind of sat there a while. And, uh, I said, I told Carter, I said, you know what? I said, let's go ahead and walk down on this bench. And this is right where I saw the bear. Right. Yeah. So I said, let's go ahead and just walk down here on the bench and then we'll walk up out of here through the bench. And then we'll go back to camp and pack up and take off. So we go down there and, uh, I go down to the tree where the bear was and I took some pictures of, of the claw marks that the bear left. Yeah. From whenever I watched it do, uh, scratch its back and give it a bear bear necessities. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The bear necessities. Exactly. (laughs) 
Um, I walk up maybe 70. We're, we're on the bench. I walk up maybe 75 to a hundred yards and I hear this, Hey, you know, or whatever, you know, I can't remember exactly, but it was another hunter and he mm. grabs my attention. Hey, you know, and, and I said, Hey, I'm walking up this way. And he's kind of like waving his arms to it. I'm like, I don't know what he's trying to tell me. So I walk up to him and he's like, Hey, I just shot a bear at daybreak. And I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, the bear was five yards away from me. I was like, no way. Get to talking to him. And I'm like, dude, I think this is the same bear I saw Friday night. And um, I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, it's hard to tell because I just got, I just saw him with my, I mean, I, you know, right. couldn't tell you, but, but it was a solid brown bear. And the, what he got was a brown bear. Anyways, got to talking to this guy and, and he, he said that that bear was kind of acting goofy and doing its thing and, and, uh, just walked right in front of him at five yards. He just pulled back, let go. He said that that thing snarled a little bit, kind of did a circle and was growling. And he had, he had his pistol too. And he said, I pulled, he's like, I never pulled out my pistol so fast. He's like, it's the fastest I've ever drew a gun ever. And he said, I was just pointing at it, shaking a little bit, you know, cause he was nervous, you know, five yeah. yards away from this thing. And, uh, he had a bear tag. That's the other part of that to make, you know, to clarify, he did have a bear tag. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so he, uh, that bear took off or whatever, you know, and, and he's like, I heard it crash down that way. Well, so. I think I barely missed like the actual activity, you know, like I think I barely missed that bear running, running across. Right. If we would have sat on that rock, bef- instead of going to the other side, I probably would have saw that bear run in front of us and, and go crash over on the left side. And I think that's what I was hearing. I think I was hearing the hunter on the right side uh, moving around or whatever he was doing. Yeah. And then I think I heard the bear basically crashing over here on the left side and, and, you know, perishing. Yeah. Um, but I could never see it either one of them, you know? So anyways, it was pretty cool. I got to talking to him and, and he was waiting it out. He's like, Oh yeah, I've been waiting here for a couple hours or whatever, you know, waiting, waiting. He was waiting for his buddy, but he, he was also, uh, kind of waiting to make sure that the bear passed away. And, um, and so I was like, so I sat there and talked to him for a while. And, and, uh, and I was like, they, they, they went ahead and they, or his friend got there and talked to him for a little bit. And then, uh, they went ahead and started following the blood trail. And so I was like, well, I was like, Carter, this, this plateau, this, uh, this bench is, is blown out now, you know I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's. I'm pretty sure there's nothing through here. So I was like, let's just go back to the top. And so we climbed our way up to the, to the top of the plateau. And I walked back over to that rock and I looked over and I saw him dragging the bear down. I was like, Oh, cool. They got it. You know? And so, uh, so we went back to camp and I got camp all packed up so we could get back. Cause I had to go to work today and uh, went down there to his camp and they had it that had it strung up and, doing the thing huh. so showed showed my my boy that and that's cool you know, he, he thought it was cool it was a cool experience for him you know and and uh great 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 couple of guys you know really really cool guys that um that i met and and uh kept in touch with him i i uh sent him the pictures and the video that i had of the bear and stuff cool. you know i was like i was like ah man you might as well have it you know it's all part of the story yeah so but I guess they were hunting that same draw, that same bench, uh, all weekend, but we never passed. Well, most of the time I was up on top, but we never passed each other. It was kind of, kind of comical. Cause I was hunting the same area. Well, I only hunted it a couple of days, but they were up there in around the same time as I was. So, but, uh, so that it was a little exciting for that, you know, like, I mean, obviously didn't get nothing. Um, that would be the best story of them all, but, uh, 
yeah, it was, it was exciting though. Like it just kind of made the whole hunt. I was so excited for that guy, you know, even though it wasn't yeah. me getting the bear, or getting an elk, right. I was really excited for him. You know, it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, huh. so yeah, it was, it was a neat, neat experience. And, and, uh, I, <laughs> man, last year, me and you saw that bear. And then I saw that bear Friday. Yeah. Um, I was really like, man, I really need to start getting a bear tag, but I feel like <laughs> the second that I get a tag, though, I probably won't see one. Right. Maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe I should get one for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, I'm not, those, those black bears. I mean, most of the time they'll run away from you before, you know, like yeah. the, the experiences that we've had with black bears. I mean, it, there's only, I mean, well, two up close and personal i've seen them in the past but never never like that kind of you know it's usually like from the vehicle it's like oh there's a black bear over there across the canyon right um but the experiences that we've had though i mean they've been pretty skittish themselves so so kind of i'm not really fearful of bears but you just never i mean they are wild animals so if they want to decide to turn on you right exactly wild animals with uh, big teeth and big claws <laughs> yeah oh yeah man that that bear that bear really was not much taller than me you know like really i mean it was a good sized bear but it wasn't like the biggest bear in the world but the claws on that thing was amazing and then like the pictures that i got of the tree and the yeah. claw marks that it left you know, I was thinking, I was like, I couldn't do that with my fingers, you know, like, right. The strength that those things have is just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So. Well, I did. So my bear story from the weekend is I saw bear marks, claw marks in a tree. <laughs> I wish I should have took pictures now that you had this story, but like, I put my hand like up with the claw marks, you know? And like my my span couldn't like span the width of the claw marks on it. Like I really had to stretch to get it to uh to get it to fit. And I was like, holy cow, you know, like that's that <laughs> that's quite the the paw. <laughs> you know what? Um remember last year when we were up in that area that we thought we heard that bugle, that one bugle? Yeah. But remember walking up there and we started seeing all those marks on the tree and we're like, what, what, the, what is that? Yeah. I think that, I think that was bear. Could be wrong, Could be. but I, because the reason I say that is because where, where that guy shot the bear, yeah. there was some Aspen trees that uh-huh. uh, had those same kind of marks. If I huh. remember right, I can't quite remember what those marks that we saw look like, but. But I, if I feel like they look kind of similar, right? So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It was a real. It was kind of the exciting part of the weekend, though. Is like kind of, kind of finishing that story with that bear, you know, like kind of, kind of having that that whole bear story kind of, kind of wrap around and and have an ending, of yeah. uh, you know a fellow hunter harvesting it you know it was was it was just kind of a cool experience to <laughs> see the whole story kind of play itself out so right yeah it is like you don't get to <laughs> um, yeah just to have someone have a success story and be around it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but so i really i really think i think there was a couple variables because i i saw those elk and who knows, maybe, maybe I blew those elk out. I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't think I did, but with seeing that bear. And then, uh, there was a lot of people that came up and in that area. And I, I think, I don't think a lot of them were there to bow hunt. I think a lot of them were just there to get away for the weekend because of labor day. Right. And so, uh, there was a handful of bear or bow hunters too, but, but I, I seen a lot of people and I'm like, I, they do not look like they're out hunting. They look like they're out for a joy ride or something, you know? So, so, um, I think it was a mixture of a lot of things, but I think those bear or that bear might've blown that area out for the elk. I, I really, I really kind of do think that, that the elk were like bear, a bear's in here. We're, we're out, you know? 
Um, right. Especially, I mean, that bear kind of stayed in that area that whole time, obviously. So, right. Um, Which is, you know, the key, I think you brought it up, you know, seeing bears before, but I just was got thinking as you said, it's kind of funny how like, you know, like I've not been hunting for years, but I've only had a handful of experience and I kind of go years in between a bear experience, but yet like last year and this year, like you more or less had bear experience two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. I kind of curious if I'll, if it's going to be like a tradition, I don't know. I'm really thinking about getting a tag though. So I'm pretty sure that I won't see any more bear after, after I start getting <laughs> tags for him. But right. uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's cool though. It's cool to see them. Yeah. That's fun. Like I, we said it before, like, it's just one of the, we want to be successful and fill in our tags, but at the same time, like get, having these experience out in the woods is you ain't having it on your couch, you know, like, exactly and not everyone can say can say of that say they have had that experience and i don't know like i you know just enjoying it like you don't you don't see that when you're in town yeah i i was kind of trying to explain that same thing me and my son stopped and took a break on the, the day before uh sunday anyway we we took a break and we were looking out over this over the edge and we could see like clear across to the other canyon, just a beautiful scene. And I was like, you know, Carter, you know, people, <laughs> other people in your class, like I'm, there's only a handful of them that will ever see a site like this. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, you got to realize how lucky you are, man. I was like, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you got a dad that's going to take you out here and show you this stuff, you know? So, right. Yeah. Exactly. True. I don't know if he'll take maybe 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 20 years from now he'll look back on it and be like oh that was special but right you know I mean, that's that's enough to get a little sentimental but I feel like you know like that's creating those memories like you know you're, you're going through this work to create them but they won't be realized until like you said 20 years from now when like he's wherever he's sitting in an office job or you know having a bad day at work or or even just a bad day in general and being like, ah, you know, I, I appreciate dad taking me out like he did, you know, like you won't know that for years to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, man, that's just what it's about is, you know, right. sharing those moments with them and, and showing them the way. And <sighs> I don't know. I mean, to kind of, I guess not really get sentimental, but like, the ambition of me doing all this is, is a lot of that, to be honest with you, is to, to have these experiences and, and, and have, have it where he can live through my, my stories and, right. And then him create his own stories, but there's always, there's hopefully this platform where he can, you know, kind of go back and see a documented element of stories of, me and you, I guess, but I mean, it's one of my ambitions though, is, is to have that for him, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's sentimental. That's like deep stuff, but I mean, it's correct. It's, uh, it's important, you know, it's important right. to, me to leave some kind of legacy for him to, to whenever he's in his thirties, he can look back on this and kind of understand where my, my, my mind is now. You know, and what I'm, you know, because at nine, he's, you know, wondering what Minecraft is <laughs> next release is or whatever, you know, <laughs> right? that's all he can really think <laughs> about, you know, but I, I don't know, man, he's, he's turning that corner where he's more engaged with stuff. You know, he, he doesn't really know what he's doing, but, and I don't know. I mean, sometimes maybe he's more right than I am, but he's like, dad. I think right now you should do a couple cow calls, you know, <laughs> like, so he's getting more engaged with, with what's going on, you know, but, but he still has his moments of kind of, you know, all these lessons and, and everything just quite, ain't quite there for him. You know, he's too young to process, but yeah, but those, those guys, you know, when we went over to their camp and they're 
processing the bear, one of the guys was like, Hey, you know, that's pretty special that your dad's taking you out here and huh. and doing this and kind of gave him the old pep talk, you know, and I think, I think he kind of listened to it. I really didn't plan to say that any of this on the podcast, but <laughs> sorry, that was kind of my guess direction. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's good. I mean, you know, we've talked about it, how, you know, probably wouldn't be a bad thing to be a little more uh, vulnerable to yeah, uh, vulnerable, correct to, to the podcast. And I actually, I, I guess sometimes whenever you get to flow and like, you forget that you're doing a podcast and right. A little, little little deeper or whatever but but uh, yeah man i don't know it's just it's just really good good stuff man positive vibes and you know like yeah i didn't get an elk i man i'm feeling confident though i've i don't know schedule is such a nightmare this year but i do have the whole month so i'm really hoping that things pan out um and toward the end of the hunt, I got another like five or six days that I have off that I'm going to pursue pretty heavy, but I'm hoping I get some, you know, I'm going to try to go out every weekend, but, but it's going to be for the next couple weekends. It's going to be like for the day. I'm not going right. to be able to go stay the night or anything. Right. Just try to get out for the day, but I mean, that's fine. You know, just getting out there, but I'm, I'm really hoping I get something this year and, and uh, you know, I mean, it's not lack of trying. I know that. Yeah. And I told you, I told you, you know, like with the Onyx thing, I like to always track my, yeah, my, uh, my loops and stuff. Kind of, it kind of helps me like study and kind of look at, you know, oh, you know, why didn't I walk over here or whatever? But also just kind of that, that information or whatever. I like to track my, my steps. And, um, I guess I'm kind of a st- statistics guy or whatever, but, but, um, yeah, we tracked about all together or for me, it was about 23 to 24 miles or so through the weekend. And then with my son, me and him, we did about 12 and a half all together. Cool. So, so a lot of miles, I mean, for a couple of days here, a couple of days there. Right. But. Yeah, really fun, man. Had a good weekend, good opening weekend. Obviously, I would have liked to get something. It's kind of right. hard to get on get online and everybody's showing pictures of their <laughs> trophy bowls and right. <laughs> no, oh, I yeah. get it. I've been feeling that too. Yeah, yeah watching other of... other people's success and be like, "Well, I should be there too." <laughs> but but man, you know, I I don't know. Maybe maybe we put too much heart into it but i know me and you both have kind of heard the the same thing about bugling like um you know unless unless an elk is actually bugling like don't bugle yeah all all these people are like oh yeah laid out a few bugles and got all these back and got all these bugles back and i'm like well huh that's weird because i i thought i heard a couple but i was i mean i wasn't confident enough to say that it was an actual bull right i i don't know seemed pretty silent out there to me but i i mean maybe i was just in the wrong area so <laughs> you know yeah well it's yeah no like i haven't heard any bugles here in utah yet but i think it's coming well it's coming just don't know when when it actually hits their yeah. time their time Oh, well, I don't know. I think we kind of got ourselves talked into the end of another episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, it, I think it was a good one. You had some good stories you yeah. know, and, and, uh, a pretty solid podcast, man. I think, think, uh, I think we're just out there doing the thing, man, but it's fun. You know, I'm glad that hunting season's finally here. I'm so glad that I'm doing archery. Um, I'm so addicted to it. <laughs> even though, even though I took my bow for quite a walk this, <laughs> this, uh, weekend, it's yeah. so fun. <laughs> Just, you don't even know how many times I knocked that arrow and be like, ah, I think that was nothing. Put it all back. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was a lot of fun having, having a good time. 
Yeah, that's I guess that's what kind of matters when you don't have success. I know we we probably say that like every episode, but you know, in all reality, that's like you know one of the great things about being able to go hunting is just being out there, whether you're successful or not. You know, it's always always a great time, always memories made, and always a story that's going to be told when you're when you get home. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, that's kind of the, like you said, you know, that legacy you're leaving behind with the podcasting and stuff too, is being able to share that and to tell that story. And, uh, you know, even though you're, we're out there struggling, everyone else is out there struggling too, you know, but that, you know, you're, you're enjoying it the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters, man. Just enjoying it, you know? Yeah. And but I don't know, it's it's unexplainable in some ways because I can't I can't seem to find the right words. I mean, you know, if 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 you just talk to some guy that didn't know nothing or never hunted a day in his life and you're like, look, you get to go out and just hike all <laughs> over the mountain and not see a thing sometimes. And every year you'll be co- you'll be coming back, whether you get something or not. You'll be coming back with the same kind of optimism. They would think you were crazy, but right, you know, like I don't know, man. It's just it, it's just in in our DNA or whatever <laughs> it is. We just keep keep doing it. So right, right. And then uh, I'll just go ahead and take us out of here. And you know, everybody, thanks for listening. Appreciate you giving your support towards us. Hopefully you guys are having just as much fun as we are with, uh, whatever you got going on in your hunt. Uh, and then we'll be back with you again in a week and telling you some more stories of what, what happened to us. So, uh, keep pushing through the strugglers and str- the strugglers, the strugglers, the struggles and, uh, <laughs> working hard and don't let it get you down. Cause you'll, it'll all pay off one day. So, uh, With that, have a good one, guys. Take care. See you later.